Tomorrow is my brother's yard site, so we're going to do the Devad um, this morning. Le'ilui Nishmat Moshe ben Pesel, Zichut of the Torah, and Hashem Shehav and Aliyah. Okay, so today's Erev Yom Kippur. This is the last morning Vad. Maybe we'll do one after Shacharit, but this is the last morning Vad of the series. Let's try to take in the last Yisoyed before Yom Kippur. So we know that Erev uh, Yom Kippur, Rabbi Yoyna says, there's a din of Simcha. That's why we eat. We have to be happy and excited over the fact that we have this opportunity called Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a tremendous opportunity. I saw, I heard a Hezbeh from the Tenkeruv about, on this Rabbi Yoyna based on the words of the Ramak, the Moshe Cordivero, that he said, Ba'etzem, the avoida of Yom Kippur Ba'etzim has two parts to it. There's an avoida to be full with simcha, that we could be zoichet to the tahara and the skarvus l'ashem, and we have this tremendous opportunity of Yom Kippur. That's one avoida. And then there's another avoida that a person has to be feeling the tsar and the charota and the tshuva, Right? So he says these two emotions, the emotion of being extremely in, in pain, which we'll talk about a little bit based on the Masil Sashar, and the Harata, and the crying, and the tightness, and the Inuyim, which we'll also talk about, all this stuff is a steerer to the emotion of being Besimcha, which comes with eating, and drinking, and being happy, but they both avoiders have to be Beshlemus. So therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made it and divided it into two days. Erev Yom Kippur is the avoid of the Simcha of Tshuva and the Simcha of Yom Kippurim and the Simcha of the Tahara. And then Yom Kippur itself is when you make the avoid. So they divided the... What? Yeah. I don't know why the order was this way. I don't know. But this is what he said. He said based on Ramosh Cordivero that that's the avoid. So today is a big avoid to, in practical terms... <clears throat> to appreciate and to motivate ourselves for tomorrow's work. Because tomorrow is a lot of work. So we have to appreciate it and be motivated for it and, and be excited to do it. And then tomorrow we have to actually do the work itself. Okay? So we mentioned on Shabbos something. I just want to repeat it a little bit. <clears throat> that we have to be very careful to do the avoid properly the Mikubolim bring down from the Ravid something that's based on Kabbalah, but we try to understand it in a practical way, that a person has to daven on Yom Kippur to Hashem, not to the Midas of Hashem. So the way we explain that is a very deep point, but we have to try to bring it in a practical way. You say it is like this, the Midah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Yom Kippurim, which is the Midah that's the Hanhoga, what Hashem is acting on the day of Yom Kippur, is mainly Rachamim. Rachamim with Din, but Be'ikah Rachamim. So it's possible that a person could do something which he's not supposed to do. He could appeal to the Rachamim Hashem for his personal gains. It's a time he could get stuff. He could get Parnos, he could get refuah, he could get... He can get things. So he can appeal to the Midah of Rachamim to get what he wants. 
but he's not really willing to change or develop the relationship with Hashem. It's the way sometimes people use betochen, misuse betochen. Because in betochen, there's an aspect of betochen that if you're soymich and betech b'ashem, it could be mekavit that he's going to give you what you asked for. Whether it's a guarantee or not, but even if it is a guarantee, people could misuse that. They could say, I want to be wealthy, I want to have this, I want to have this, all these kind of things. And then I'm betech b'ashem, to give me what I want. Not really willing to develop the relationship called B'tachem Basham. So the same thing could happen in Yom Kippur. When the Midah of Racham was very strong, it's Shaykh to pray to the Midah. In Kabbalah it's called davening to the Midah. Meaning I'm trying to just get the Racham for what I want. It's not really what Yom Kippur is about. Yom Kippur is about developing the relationship with Hashem and connecting to Hashem. Through the connection, or well, obviously a person gets everything that he needs through the connection, which I'll try to masbe a little bit, a very deep point. I don't know how much we're going to get to before Shachrit, <clears throat> but maybe we'll go after Shachrit and bring it out more. Okay? So I want to start the presentation like this. We know that the Chazal tell us, uh, based on Kabbalah, that there's a connection between Purim and Yomaki Purim. Purim Kipurim. They're connected. And actually, Purim is built on top of Yom Kippur. means the first shlav of the Avoidah, the first step of Avoidah is Yom Kippur. And on top of that, you build Purim. What's these two things? Purim and Yom Kippurim. So Yom Kippurim is what is referred to as Tahara, Afnei Hashem Titharu, Taira. And Purim is Kedusha. What's the difference between Tyra and Kedusha? And to get to Kedusha, you have to have Tyra first. What's the Indian of Tyra? Tyra, Mr. speaks about how the body of the person, the Gufa Odom, the materialistic body of a human being in a materialistic world, by itself, the body is the source of all of our problems. Because the body has feels that it's its own Yeshus, it has its own Matthias, it's egoistic, it's made from earth, and it has like a gravitational pull, that it wants to take everything for itself, take pleasures from the world for itself. It doesn't live for the higher purpose, that's the body. And that's the source of all our problems, is coming from the Gulf Ha'odam. So first there's a purification process, where a person has to mavatl the koyach but that's not the end of the game. At the end, he has to now elevate the gulf and use it for a higher purpose. That's Kedusha. Kedusha is actually taking the body and using it for a higher purpose. You eat L'Shem Shemayim. You get married L'Shem Shemayim. Everything you do L'Shem Shemayim. The Tahira is, you're not ready to jump L'Shem Shemayim. Because the minute you're going to touch food, it's not going to be L'Shem Shemayim. It's going to be the same type. So a a person who's working on Tahara, works on precious, he works on Tahir Saleh, he does a, a bitl of the body, and then he's able to grow. It's a step process. Now the Kedusha, the actual life of Kedusha, is the life of Torah Mitzvah. That's a life of Kedusha. Because Torah Mitzvah is teaching us and directing us how to live a life of Gashmias for a higher purpose. That's Torah Mitzvah. Torah Mitzvah is... Kedusha. 
Like when Moshe Rabbeinu went to Shemaim to get the Torah, and then the Malachim didn't want him to take it. So he says, you have Kinnah, you have Yetzirah, why should the Torah be here? Meaning the point is, we have a Guf, we have Kinnah, we have Yetzirah, and the Tachlis of the Torah is to elevate a human being that he should live a higher purpose, and really, in a deeper sense, it's really above nature. We all have nature, but we have to live godly. Godly means above nature. Kedusha is always above. Kedusha is always above Teva. That's why it says, Kedoshim to you, if you're going to be Kadosh, Hashem says, I will be Kadosh. There's a Chazal like that. And the Malbim is Masbeh, because by us, Kedusha means we're able to rise above our tendencies of the body. We have Kedusha. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu also has a Anhaga called Kedusha, which is a Ness. Usually he hides himself in the world of Teva, but then when he rises above Teva, when he's Megala, that he's rising above Teva, that's called Kedusha. So when we rise above Teva, Hashem rises above Teva. The point is rising above Teva. That's where the Tzalem Aleichim that a person has in him, how does it come out? Where do you see the Tzalem Aleichim? When you start to get Midot, that are really above nature. It's not human. You see the Eloikus in the person shining out from the guy. That's Kedusha. So the life of Bir Hamidus, it's called. Fixing his Midas, living an elevated life, that's called the life of Kedusha. That's why the Goyen says that if a person is not working on his Midas, he has no purpose in life. Because what that means is that his Torah mitzvah is only external behaviors. It's not actually changing the person and elevating the person to live a higher life, right? So Torah mitzvah is Kedusha. However, a person can't just jump into Kedusha. That's why it says, if you want Torah, you have to be Memes Atzma'alel. You have to first break your tendencies to run after your Taivas on the lowest level. After the Torah will elevate you to a higher level. But there's an Avoidah that's pre-Torah. The Avoidah pre-Torah is Memes Atzma'alel to go into the world, to enter the world of Kedusha, and to go out from the world of Tumah, of Chomrius, of Gashmis. So really in essence, just to just make clarity here for a second, really the point of Tshuva, the deep, deep point of Tshuva, is leaving one world and going into another world. That's really what it is. We're leaving the world of the body, and we're going into the world of being able to live an elevated, higher purpose. That's really what's happening. That's the avoid of tshuva. That's why uh, Yom Kippur, which is Tyra, is the point that you fast and you take away all the hanos haguf. That's in minatayra. You have to do that, meaning you're putting your body to sleep. You're, you're being menatek. It's called you're disconnecting with your body, and you're learning how to have really in the deeper sense. Kedusha in a deeper sense means you get vitality and chiyus, and simcha, and gishmak from ruchnias. The kolzman, you're in the world of gashmias. So you could only have a gishmak and chiyus, and everything only comes from physical things. It doesn't come from spiritual things, because you're in the world of guf. When you go into the world of kedusha, you're getting chiyus, and gishmak, and, and, and things from, from spirituality, not from, from physical stuff. So you have to go away from the body in order to experience that. That's the avoid of, of Yom Kippur. That's really what's happening on Yom Kippur is you're learning how to feel 
spiritual without the body blocking you from that spirituality, right? So that's the avoid of Yom Kippur. In the Svarim it says other things, like that's why they go to the mikveh of Yom Kippur, because when you go into the mikveh, you're going into the water. You can't live in the water. That means you're breaking off from your old chiyus and you're starting from scratch. That's why Ashkenaz, they wear kittles, because they want to feel like a malach and also think about death. It's the same thing. Because in death, your neshama lives without your guf, and a malach lives without a guf. So that's the, all this idea. Really, this is in the Goyen. It's very clear in the Goyen, this is the malach. Because the Goyen says that when we go on Yom Kippur, we do an avoid on Yom Kippur, and Hashem gives us slicha mechila v'kapor of a tire on Yom Kippur, but you only earn it like on credit, like similar to what the Rabbi Rucham said. And then you have to go further throughout the year and be mamshech davoid. What's the hemshech of davoid? So the Goyen says, from Yom Kippur until Purim, six months, is avoid of precious and to knock out Taivus Elam From Purim until the next year, the avoid is mitzvahs, essay v'lois essay. That's Kedusha. See, clearly the going, this is the word. The going is saying that the avoider of Yom Kippur is avoid of Tahara, which leads ultimately to Purim, which is the avoid of Kedusha. And he divides the year like that. The first part of the year is a, is a, is a chilek of precious, breaking away from Taiva. The second part of the year is developing a life of Kedusha. So the avoider really of of uh, Yom Kippur is we're doing the process called Taira. And through that process of Taira, that's how we're able to begin a program of Avoida because we have to disconnect with our past and all the, the Gashmis and materialism and the egoism and the desires. That's what we're trying to do, everybody according to their level, which is really the Oymik and what's going on in Tshuva. I'm giving you everything bekitzah here, but this is all very important. You say this because Masil Sharm says, "How does tshuva work? How does it work?" So he says, "Tachas in place of the hanol that a person got from the avera, he replacing it now with tsar, with the pain over the fact that he did what he did. That's how the harata process works." To be machapa the chet. What does that mean? Tachas the hano that a person got. Now he has tsar. How does that work? What does, what does that mean? So try to masbe like this. You see, when a person lives a life, what's life? What does Hashem want from us? He put us in us a natural desire for tainuk, for pleasure, for chiyus. For simcha, for sipuk. We have that in our reality. Ultimately, really, where we're supposed to get that simcha and hamno and sipuk and tainu is from the lisanig al Hashem. person has to get vitality and chiyus from learning. He has to get chiyus from davening. He has to get chiyus from tikkun amidis. He has to get chiyus from a different place. He has to have chiyus from a oilom of ruchni. His body is only the levush for the avoidah. But he has to get chiyus from the oil maruchni. That's what he has to get. When a person is not living a life of kedusha, what he's doing is he's getting the sipuk and the simcha 
and the Hanor and the feeling alive and the vitality of life is getting it from Gashmiz. He's getting it from materialism and from Averis. But even regular materialism, that's where he's getting Hanor. A person's not allowed to take Hanor from this world for the sake of Hanor. The point of this world is to do Avodah Hashem and it's a siyua to do Avodah Hashem. But if I start taking for myself and the attachments that I have is only for me to get pleasure from the world, you're stealing from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and you're stealing your body for yourself, you're stealing Hanor for yourself, that's really what you're doing, you're taking for yourself pleasure. The person has to, has to pay that back. That paying back is called Tsar. The Tsar that a person has to go through to clean himself from the Hanos that he took from Olam Hazer, that's a Tsar, because he took Hanor. It doesn't belong to him that Hanor, right? So in the Tshuva process, when a person realizes that he took things that do not belong to him, he wastes his life, he's destroying his whole eternity. When a person comes to a certain clarity that his goof is ruining him and destroying him and going to bring him ultimate tsar, so it comes out that he t- looks back retroactively at what he did and it's not anymore a place of pleasure, now it's a place of tsar. Once it's a place of tsar, that's how it's masak in the chat, right? So what we're saying is that everybody according to their level, obviously, but what, what's... What is, what is the Vidu in Yom Kippur? The Vidu in Yom Kippur means that a person looks at the behaviors that he did and he realizes that the shayrish, the root of the behaviors of what he did is coming from the fact that he's living in the wrong world. He's living in the world of taiva, of gashmias, materialism, guf. He has no vitality and no chiyus and no gishmak in Avodah Hashem. He's living in a godless world. When he realized that's the shoyrish of all his behavior, and then on Yom Kippur, when he has a certain clarity, he realizes how that's self-destructive and how that created the Rechum. And he has a shifa to come back to Hashem. That's where he has, to whatever degree, each person according to his level, has a tsar. That's the tsar that he has. That's where the charata comes from. So it doesn't have to be a charata on a behavior per se, has to be a charot on a way of life. He wants to live a different kind of life. That's where the tahara process comes. Once we get that, we get the Hashem to Torah. The Goyin says that after Yom Kippur, you have to be mamshak that avoid and make it more chushas and make it more real. And then you can get to the level of Kedush, okay? So we have to stop there for Savichot. Maybe after Shachas, we'll give another vod to Mazbet and things a little more clear. Okay?